Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast for December 4th. I think it's the 4th, 2023. What's going on? How you doing? How's everybody doing? How'd you like the little Christmas, the little festive intro, the little festive and whimsical intro there? <laughs> whimsical. That's a word that I don't use all. That's a lot. That's a word that you don't hear a whole lot of men talking about whimsical. Like, how you doing today? Whimsical. I'm doing whimsical. But I just felt like I had it in me. I don't know where it come from, but uh, but I had it in me. I need to get it out. You ever, you ever have stuff in you? Sometimes you just think like, I'd do better if that wasn't in me. That's how I felt about that word. But uh how do you like my little intro there? It's it's that's one of my favorite Christmas carols because there's a sadness about it, but there's like a um there's like a comfort in it a little bit if that makes any sense, at least to me. That might not even make no sense because it's a Christmas carol, so it kind of makes you feel happy. But then when you listen to it, you just kind of, you're like, man, it's kind of a bummer. But uh, but I like it. It's one of my favorite. I I like Christmas carols that are a little darker. You know, so that is why I chose that. But uh, how's everybody doing? I've not talked to you all in a while, and uh, a lot has been going on in my life since I last talked to you. Um, I changed jobs. I, I had been at a job for, um, let's see, over 18 years, and it just got to be too much. It got to be too stressful, and I was like, well, I'm 42. I'm 42 years of age, and sometimes, like, there's comfort in doing what's familiar, right? At least to me. I'm like, this is, like, what I know. This is all I really know. And uh, so I just got to a point, I think, I don't know. I don't I don't think when it comes to a situation like that, there's a, a right and a wrong, you know? Like, somebody on the outside couldn't tell me that I was doing the right thing or the wrong thing. It was just a conclusion that I reached myself where I was like, I'm not ready to die of a heart attack. So, um, I did the whole interview thing and, uh, or the whole resume thing, the whole interview thing. And, uh, I've been there now a little over a month. Everything's, everything's going good. It's kind of strange to learn something new when you're 42 years old, you know? That's kind of weird, you know? Because you, you, you're used to using all the information that you already know. You know, you might learn little stuff, but walking into a new place and being like, you don't know nothing. You just got to, uh, you got to remember how to learn stuff. So, that's been... That's been fun, but uh, but I'm happy there. Every so far, so good. I'm happy. I like the people. I like the culture. I like the. Uh, I don't know. I like a lot about it. So that is good that that happened. But um, what's been going on? 
let's see. I've been doing a, uh, some Christmas parades this weekend. I went to some Christmas parades. If you know me, anybody that even knows me knows that when it comes to Christmas, I kind of turn into a little kid a little bit. I go a little bit overboard at Christmas, you know, myself personally, um, with the Christmas music, the Christmas movies, just the whole spirit of Christmas. If you've listened to this podcast before, even if you don't know me, you've just listened to my podcast, you're like, that guy, he's a bit off. He really, he's a bit, he's a bit touched. But, uh, but I, I really did Christmas, man. And so I did two Christmas parades this weekend. And, uh, one of them is my favorite one. It's like way out in the boonies. It's this little, um, I don't even know if it's considered so much a town. I think it is a town, but it's more like a little community. They got one main street and, uh, and I talked about it being my favorite Christmas parade in the past because in the past, I remember there was just like a guy driving like a van or a Ford Explorer in the Christmas parade. It was, it just looked like some guy got stuck in traffic, right? That was like a two or three years ago. And, uh, he's just like, I want to drive my Ford Explorer in the parade. And they're like, just let him do it. But this year, man, there was like a truck. It was like an old Chevrolet truck. And they had a rocking chair in the back of the truck. And just some guy or gal in a gorilla outfit. I don't know if it was a gorilla or Sasquatch. Kind of looked like a gorilla, but I like to pretend like a Sasquatch. And it was just a gorilla in a rocking chair in the back of a truck. No Christmas decorations, nothing. I think he was holding a stuffed animal with like a Santa Claus hat on the stuffed animal. But I was like, that right there. That right there is a good Christmas float right there. But, uh, so I enjoyed that. I went to another one yesterday and, uh, I went to this other one yesterday and before I, I had gotten there early, right? I got into the parade early. Um, I'd come in from out of town. I was about, I don't know, maybe an hour before the parade. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, stop by this gas station and uh get me a drink and use their facilities to facilitate and so i go in the store i start walking around i start looking around you know saying all right what kind of drink i'm gonna get and uh maybe a little snack maybe a little christmas tree cake um because this is the only time of year to get the best little debbies they make i'm about to tell you but, uh, so I'm walking around the store and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Right. And so I'm headed to the bathroom and it's like just one of those doors that you push open. Right. It's like a, it's like a, a door that you just push open, doesn't have a handle or anything. And, uh, I just look and it says men's on it. You know, that's, as far as I go, just make sure I get the right one. So I go into the men's bathroom. I push the door wide open, and there's this there's this rather large elderly woman, right? There's this rather large elderly woman, and uh, pants around her ankles, and bent over, and getting toilet paper. 
right? Bent over with a, the back part of what God gave her, pointing at the door. And uh, I would say maybe 70s, if I had to guess. And, uh, and I just, it, it, it just, that, that just ain't good to see, you know, that just is like, uh, that was just something I didn't need to happen. And so I came out and when I came out, I know that I was like pale and like, what just, what just happened? What did I ever do to deserve what just happened? Yeah. Whatever I did to deserve that, I'm sorry for whatever it was. I'm sure I've done something in my life to deserve what I have burned in my mind for the rest of my life, but I wish I I didn't do that. Yeah. And I came out, and I guess the lady's daughter was there, and she was just laughing. And she just was like, she was just like, it's mama. She didn't have time to lock the door. And I was just like, oh, my Lord. So I didn't even get a drink or anything. I was just like, I got to go, man. I just can't even, I can't even, I don't know who I should feel bad for, me or the woman in there. She didn't really seem to care at all. But I was just like, man, I just wanted to burn my eyes out. But, you know, how would I drive home if I'd done that, Yeah. So I didn't burn my eyes out and I went to a totally different place and, you know, got my drink at a different place. But that was right before the parade. So that kind of put a damper. That kind of put a damper on the parade, you know? And uh, and so that happened to me yesterday. So I don't know. That's just what... Uh, what's been going on I mean that's the most interesting thing that's happened to me in a while I guess but uh but what else has been going on I saw I saw uh Shane Gillis over the weekend I've never been to a comedy show before right and uh Shane Gillis was coming to town so I was like I would like to see that so um me and the wife and some friends went to see Shane Gillis and it was really, it was really, I'm a, I'm a big stand-up comedian fan and Shane Gillis is probably in my top five, maybe even in my top three, you know, and, uh, I just really, he's just, he just reminds you of the people that you would hang around or that I would hang around, um, just kind of that same sense of humor and uh and i i really enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was a a different experience than watching a comedy special on tv because when you're in a crowd of people and people are laughing all around you it's a lot different than when you're sitting on yourself like by yourself on your couch you know watching a comedy show even i love to do that you know that's i love to do that and i wouldn't i don't think that i would just go to any comedy show or like an open mic or you know i it would have to be somebody that i really liked if i would make like a deliberate decision to go somewhere and see somebody it would have to be somebody that i really liked but uh it did not let me down um 
So if he ever comes around to anywhere near you, I recommend his show because it was he 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 is a funny guy. But um, so I did that this weekend. I've been doing some Christmas shopping. Christmas shopping's tricky. Christmas shopping's tricky with older kids, you know. Because when kids are young, um, it's like they're easy. You know what I mean? They're easy and they're a lot cheaper when they're young. But as they get older, it just gets trickier and trickier to get them, you know, what they want. Because you don't even really know what they're into anymore. You know? They, they, you know. You can go down the toy aisle when your kids are young and you're like, They'll like this, they'll like this, they'll like this, they'll like this, you know? And, but when they're older, you're just like, I don't even know what's trending or what what, uh, what the hot thing is because it changes so much. And it seems like when, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like when, when kids get older, they, they'll be into something one minute, and then the next week it'll be, you know, something else. Something else will be, you know, trending or cool. And you just don't, like, I can't even keep up with it anymore. I can't even, I don't even try to keep up with it anymore because it's so complicated. And, uh, I mean, I guess I've done the same thing when I was young. And then when you're buying gifts for other people, you don't want to, like, I don't like getting people a gift just to give them a gift, right? Like, I don't want to get somebody something just like, I got you this. Here you go. And uh, so it's, it's, it's tricky to find unique gifts, you know? I like to give funny gifts, too, sometimes. I, I, I just think that that's a... Uh, that's fun to do, you know, to make people laugh when they open the gift and be like, what, what is this? What even is this? But, uh, so that's a fun part about Christmas, you know, to me. Um, but, uh, I haven't watched as many Christmas movies this year as I would have liked to watch, um, that I usually watch just because of time. Um, and having stuff, being busy, and then my commute's really long, and, uh, and I just haven't had as much time to watch Christmas movies. There's some Christmas movies that I have to watch every year, right? There's some of them that I just have to watch every single year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's going on. I'm not going to watch them all every year, even though I like to. But, um, but I thought today on the podcast, what I would do is go over my top five Christmas movies with you, okay? Um, and I did something similar a couple years ago, I think, that I ranked Christmas movies. Like, I give this so many stars, um, since I'm not qualified to do that. Most of the things in my life that I've done, I'm not qualified to do, but I just do them. That's what you got to do, man in life because who's to say who's qualified yeah some other person are they qualified to tell you qualified no so so maybe i am qualified if i say i'm qualified if i do it i'm qualified there you go 
But uh, here's my list of Christmas movies that I'm going to watch every year, come hell or high water. Um, number one is Santa Claus, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, right? Scott Calvin, Single Dad. Um, Charlie, his son's a little... He's a little bit annoying in the beginning of the movie. I ain't going to lie to you because you got his dad. Charlie comes over on Christmas Eve. He's just kind of being like, I don't want to be here. And you're kind of like, man, Scott's doing the best they can. He's trying to give you a good Christmas Eve, bud. Just calm down. They end up at Denny's, which, I mean, that's a Christmas tradition with me and my kids. When, you know, when they're with me, I will we'll go to Denny's. Um because of that movie um i mean that's probably that's probably a weird because i don't even like denny's man like i'm not through the year i'm never going to denny's like i'm never no it ain't it's not good it's not even good but uh because of that movie that's the tradition we gotta go to denny's on christmas eve so uh so well, it's just a fun little thing, yeah. Um, but if you've watched the movie, you know that Scott Calvin, you know, Santa Claus falls off his roof, which is pretty, I don't know. It's kind of violent and kind of dark because Santa Claus dies in this movie. And, um, and then Scott Calvin puts on the suit and becomes Santa Claus, and then he saves the day. So, you know, great movie. Solid movie. It's my favorite one. Um, I heard, I, I saw something today and it said, it said, you grow up believing in Santa Claus, then you don't believe in Santa Claus, then you become Santa Claus, and then you look like Santa Claus. That's the whole cycle of life right there, Jack, if I've ever heard it. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good old meme that I read. But anyway, uh, number two would be Home Alone. You got to give your props to Home Alone. Home Alone is a Christmas classic. Like, it just is, it's great. It's great. You know, the, yeah, everybody's seen Home Alone, right? When I was young, I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast, when I was young, when Home Alone first came out, um... My parents were like, you can't watch Home Alone. They wouldn't let me watch Home Alone when it came out because they read in a magazine somewhere that if you let your kids watch Home Alone, they'll do all the stuff. I think that's what it was. I was like, man, I just want to watch the movie. I don't want to I don't want to do all that stuff. And they're like, no, this here magazine said you would. So I was like, dang it. So I sneaked and watched it, and then I've watched it ever since. Man, I'm glad that I don't, uh, I'm glad that I don't do everything that I've seen in a movie, you know? If I did everything, imagine that. Imagine if you did everything that you saw in a movie, you know? What, what would we all be watching, you know? There would be nothing to watch that was any good. There would be nothing to watch that was any count, I just finished rewatching the entire series of Dexter again, so I would be in trouble. I'm still upset about the way the the new blood ended, but let's not get into that. Um, but uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm glad that that's not a thing. I'm glad that uh, 
I'm glad that um, I ain't got to do everything on TV. But anyway, so Home Alone number two. I said all that to say that Home Alone's number two. Um, number three would probably be It's a Wonderful Life. This is a movie um, that I talked about on the podcast before that in recent years. I just, because um, I watched it when I was a kid. And then um, in recent years, I I watched it as an adult for the first time um, two or three years ago. And what a great story. What a great um what a great Christmas movie. I mean, it's like a masterpiece. Um, and it's kind of... It's kind of a story, if I had to sum it up, I guess that a, it would be kind of a story about um, a guy whose priorities were wrong. Right? And we can all get like that. I get like that all the time. Like, your priorities get out of whack in life. You know? And you forget or I forget about what's important in life and um and it's so easy to do because um so much in your life demands your attention and when you're really focused and and like dialed in um on certain things it might be your career it might be um like something you want um it might be um a project that you're working on um it's easy to lose focus of what's really important in life and that's why I really like about it's a wonderful life is that um as the, this guy kind of has a he kind of has a bad attitude and he kind of loses, loses, um, he kind of loses hope, you know, um, until he sees what is really matters in life, right, and, um, and he thinks they'd be better off dead, um, at one point in the movie, so, um, but it's really a cool... I've added it to my yearly must-watch. And uh, it's really it's really a cool movie. If you've never seen it, watch it. It's a Wonderful Life. It's old. It's old-timey. But uh, I promise you it's a good one. Um, so that's number three. Number four would probably be... A Christmas Story. Christmas Story is a classic. Um... Ralphie, you know, he wanted that Red Ryder BB gun. I want a Red Ryder BB gun. Um, probably to this day, one of my most memorable Christmas experiences was when I got my Red Ryder BB gun. You know, my parents weren't worried about me shooting my eye out. Um, I don't think they, what, I, the, we didn't even have safety glasses back then. I don't think that nobody that shot BB guns had safety glasses. So, um, so they gave me my Red Rider and a eye patch for, uh, for when the inevitable happened. 
But uh, that's a good Christmas movie, man. And then my fifth pick, and I'm just saying these are movies that I watch every year. These are like tradition. It's a tradition to watch these. Is a made-for-TV movie called Christmas Every Day. It's like from the 90s. It was made for TV. It's low budget. It's corny. Um, I've not found it streaming anywhere, but the whole movie is up on YouTube, so you can watch it on YouTube. Um, so like, it's about this kid and he's just like a snot nosed teenager. Right. And he, um, it's kind of like groundhog day. Like he's, he's, he's reliving the same day over and over and over again. And, uh, just trying different stuff every day, but it's called Christmas every day. Uh, It's, it's a fun movie. I mean, it's a funny movie. It's so corny at times that, I mean, it's, worth watching just because it's so glory right but uh but those are a few movies that i really enjoy that i really like around christmas time um and uh i like to hear what yours are what what are some that i don't even know about right i want to see violent night the uh i think it's on prime with a guy that played hopper on stranger things i have not seen that yet i want to see that um, so I'll be checking that out. Um, what else even is going on? I don't know, man. I don't have a real, uh, I don't have a real exciting life. It's pretty, uh, I talked about a, uh, a old lady that I accidentally seen pooping because she didn't lock the door to the men's room. Um, what else? I told you some TV to watch. Like you can, you guys can watch. Check this out on TV. Uh, that's bad. That's bad. That's like what midlife is, man. Midlife is like the same thing day day in and day out. You know, rinse repeat until you die. That's pretty much what it be. That's what it be like. Um, but what you gonna do? Like, I'm grateful for my life. I've been thinking lately, I've been trying to figure out, I've been trying to figure out where I'm at, uh, just in my head, because it seems like, because I was like, am I depressed? I seem depressed because if I'm having a good day or a good run or a bad day or a bad run, like, I kind of always feel the same, right? Like, I kind of always feel, and they'll be like, Glenn, that's because you're a psychopath. That's like a, that's a, a, that's the sign, right? And, uh, but I don't know what, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, I don't get real excited and real happy, but then I don't get real, I don't get real down either. Like if something doesn't go my way, I'm just kind of like, well, all right. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if that is like a, a maturity thing or I don't know if that's just a, I don't know. Cause sometimes I, I'd like to see myself get keyed up about stuff, right? I'd like to see myself get a little bit of 
I don't know. When something, when so it's hard to, man, I shouldn't even talk if I don't know the words to say. But when something is like really exciting, I would like to feel really exciting, right? But I guess that maybe the older that you get, the less. Maybe you just kind of dull out a little bit. I don't know what it is. It's kind of strange. It's been on my mind a lot lately, you know? But, uh, but, but I am happy. I'm happy. I'm content. Maybe that's what being content is. Maybe if you're like super content, aren't you lucky? You get to just be my therapist and sit there, <laughs> sit there while I figure out what's wrong with me. But maybe when you're content in life, it takes a lot to rock that boat good and bad, you know? And maybe that's like, maybe that's good. Yeah. Maybe so. But, uh, but anyway, it ain't no biggie. It ain't nothing but a thing. Just eat a little Christmas tree cake and roll with it, buddy. But, um, but anyway, what else is happening in the world? Not much, not much good going on in the news from what I hear. I hear tell that it ain't very good what's going on. Usually I like to stay away from that stuff on this podcast. And uh, that's probably not going to change because I don't feel qualified to um, to discuss complex problems. I don't even feel qualified to discuss simple problems, to be honest with you. Um, I do think it's funny when people discuss world affairs um, with such confidence, like they know what they're talking about because they saw something on TikTok or, or, or the news. You're just like, okay, all right, whatever you think, bud. Um, I just think it's just wild, man. I think that, I think the world would be a lot better with more love in it, you know? I know that. I know that a little more love and understanding would go a long way. But, you know, what what, what are we talking about here? That ain't going to happen. I think that people like to be upset. They like to be upset and argue with people and disagree with people. Some people, like, live for that. I ain't even got the energy to do that, man. I'm too lazy to do that. I'm just like, yeah, right. You're right. That's just what you tell people when they try to tell you something. Yeah, you're, yeah I see. I see why you think that. You're right. Yeah. Patronize them. Make them a patron. And uh, then just go about your business. Go about your business. i tell you what I've done after Thanksgiving. So there was Thanksgiving, then there was that weekend while I started to be constipated. I ain't never been constipated and I don't mean to be, I don't, I don't really care for, I mean, I don't mind if other people are off cover, color, but I, I'm not trying to have a bunch of off color, um, humor or, uh, discussion on my podcast. But let me tell you, I was constipated like I ain't never, like my pants didn't fit good, right? And, uh, 
and I've just never had a problem with that. So I was kind of like, what's going on here? And, uh, and so I decided after about five or six days of this, I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to eat some McDonald's and then, um, I got, I work every day, so I can't like take egg slacks or get too crazy. So I'm going to try some prune juice. I've always heard of prune juice. Um, it's like the old people's, old people eat a lot of prunes. Yeah. Because I don't say ever, I ain't never seen no 20 something, 30 something walking around eating a bag of prunes. Right. But I've seen a couple old timers nibbling on them, you know. I've seen, I've seen that before, so I was like, well, maybe there's something to it. I'm going to get me some prune juice on the way home, stop by the drugstore. You know, you go in Circle K or whatever, 7-Eleven, you ain't going to find no prune juice. You go in a drugstore. That, that's where old people shop, I think. They just shop while they wait on all their pills. And uh, so I go in this drugstore, and they have this huge, like, jug of prune juice. And so I had about an hour left on my commute. So I was like, I'm going to get me that prune juice. I'm going to drink as much of that prune juice as I can before I get home. Right. So I drank, I probably drank between 50 and 60 ounces of prune juice. Right. And uh, then I Googled how much prune juice do you need to drink if you're constipated. Right. And it said four to eight ounces daily right this is after i downed you know 50 or 60 ounces of this stuff just held my breath because prune juice really doesn't have it really doesn't have a taste that's good yeah when you go out to a restaurant they're not like what can i get you to try i'll have a glass of prune juice maybe i'll try that maybe i'll try that at the next drive through where i go to do y'all got any prune juice in there uh or ask for a prune juice latte at Starbucks. But, uh, so I drank all this prune juice. And let me just tell you that if you ever suffer from any kind of, uh, let's just say digestive ailments, don't drink 50 to 60 ounces of prune juice. That's all I'm going to say. Don't even do that. Don't even do that because it ain't good to do, right? I mean, the outcome was kind of comical. I'm not going to lie. My body made noises that I don't even know. I've never heard before, right? I mean, it turned funny. It turned, once once you start, you're like, man, every one of them's different, right? I'd just be laying in bed and my stomach was making noises like, I don't know. Like there was a boiling cauldron of prune juice in my stomach. But, uh, but I mean, it all, it's all good now. I'm good. I've recovered from the, from the prune juice. But, uh, man, that just, that, that's like some, like, this is the most, this is the most midlife podcast you can listen to right here. This is like tips. I can give you tips on what not to do. Right? Four to eight ounces probably do the trick, but I can tell you, I can tell you from experience. A lot of the experience I have in life, a lot of who 
like I am today, what made me who I am today, a lot of it is from doing stuff the wrong way that you ain't supposed to do. And I can be like, yeah, don't do that. Why? Because I did that. It didn't work out real good. That's how, that's how I discover, like, not to do stuff a lot of times. It's like, why well, I tried it, right? Even when I was young, even when I was young, I was like, I would just do stupid things. And then it makes perfect sense to me now not to do it. But even in my adult life, like the the ramifications when I was younger, like the stakes were a lot higher. Like I was a high roller back then, right? I would take some risks. I would, I would, I would really do some not smart things when I was younger. Yeah. And midlife version of that is like, you know, like young Glenn is like, you know, going down this hill you know, teenage Glenn going down this hill every day on my way home from work. I'm going to go a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Midlife Glenn is like, I'm going to drink 60 ounces of prune juice today and see what happens. See if that does me right. So, you know, the, the stakes aren't as high today, but you know, I still, I still do stupid stuff from time to time. I'm not going to lie to you. But let me get a drink of my Red Bull. But that's about all I got for today. Um, I've been wanting to do one of these for a while, so I'm glad that I'm glad that I finally made the time to do it today. Um, I wish all of you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy whatever you're celebrating. If you ain't celebrating nothing... Um, you know, that's cool. Everybody don't celebrate everything. But, um, I will tell you, <coughs> I will tell you that today I was listening to God Rest You Merry Gentlemen by the Philharmonic, the London Philharmonic or Orchestra, right? And I like I like the version of the song. It's beautiful, right? I mean, it is London. It is London. So it's like an England. It's like English instrument players. Um, but I guess after uh, after the revolution, they were like, "Well, we lost that. That's a bummer. Maybe we should we should learn to play these here instruments." Um, pretty good because we ain't got nothing i mean we can't cook so we might as well <laughs> we might as well do this yeah but it sounded really cool man so if you have a chance check out um god rest you merry gentlemen by the philharmonic orchestra london london philharmonic orchestra it's so fancy i can't even remember the name but uh but I hope all of y'all have a good, safe holidays, and I'll talk at you soon.
Now what I thought that I would do on today's episode, something fun. I was like, what's something that I could do that would be fun, a fun holiday episode? And I was like, what I will do is I will rank Christmas movies, right? And I haven't seen all Christmas movies, but I've seen a lot of Christmas movies. So I was like, I'm going to find a list of Christmas movies and I'm going to rank them. You know, I'm going to like one out of 10. What would you give this? One out of 10. And so, uh, so I found, uh, online, I found a list of Christmas movies, the 65 very best Christmas movies of all time. It looks like it's out of town and country mag magazine. Um, but I just wanted a list, you know, a list. And this is just like the first list that, that I clicked on while I was doing my 30 seconds of research for the podcast today. So, um, so I'm going to go through and I'm going to rank them one through 10. Just how I feel. Don't get all because everybody has that that opinion that sucks and ain't like mine. So uh, so I'm just going to rank these. Right. Um, the first one that uh, number one is A Christmas Story, 1983. Um, a Christmas Story. Ralphie, you'll shoot your eye out. Let's see. What would I give A Christmas Story? Um, you know, it plays like 24 hours on Christmas, right? So it's something that a lot of people have watched. Um, I just found last year I was watching early Christmas morning and, uh, I saw, I think I said this maybe on a podcast last year. It said that, uh, I saw that Ralphie's dad on a Christmas story is Billy Madison's dad. And I just put two and two together like, uh, last Christmas Christmas Day, 2020. All right, a Christmas story. I'm getting distracted. Um, I would give this a solid... um, Let's see. I would give this a six, right? A little above average. It is a movie that I like, but it is not my favorite. So I would give a Christmas story... Um, a six. Now, the next one is It's a Wonderful Life with James Stewart and Donna Reed. Um, I just watched this last year for the first time in my adult life. I watched it when I was a kid and it was really, it's really a great movie. It really is a good story. Um, it's a great movie. Um, the only weird part is where, um, where James Stewart uh, is smelling that woman's head when she's on the phone with that man that wants to court her and he's over at her house and, uh, he's being kind of, I don't know, there's a weird chemistry going on there and, um, jealousy and passion and all this stuff. And he's like, kid, like smelling her head. And then I guess they kiss or whatever. But I was really like, I really, I didn't, appreciate it when I was young. So it's a movie that I really enjoyed. It's a wonderful life. I would give this, um, I would probably give it a six too. So we got Christmas story at a six and we got, it's a wonderful life at a six. Um, number three, Will Ferrell elf. I think this movie is good. Okay. But I think that it's kind of overrated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just, I just think it is. I mean, I think it's a good, <sighs> I guess it came out when I was an adult. If I was a kid, I could see this being 
a home alone to a younger generation. Like, definitely, I could really see this being... I don't even want to say it in the same conversation as Home Alone. But I could see this being a Christmas classic for younger generations. You know what I mean? I like it. I enjoy it. I really do. Um, I think that Will Ferrell's hilarious in it. I think he has that childlike, elf-like, you know, wonder going on. Like, he has that expression. He can... He could do that role not a lot of people could do that role but he pulled it off and then uh so you know it is a good movie but i would give it a five a five out of ten elf um number four national lampoon's christmas vacation chevy chase christmas classic i don't really need to say any more about this cousin eddie you know the whole bit i would give this probably uh eight I would give this 8 out of 10, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a classic. Number 5, Home Alone, the original, the OG, Home Alone, number 1. Home Alone Origins, a Christmas masterpiece. I would give this a 9. I just would. I don't really need to explain myself. I feel like I I feel like this fine piece of film speaks for itself home alone nine home alone two lost in new york i would give it an eight i would not give it a nine i don't think that it's as good as the original right i am i I just don't but still a great movie and still greater than everything that i've talked about so far all the other movies i don't think i've given an eight but i give home alone one, a nine, and a Home Alone two, I give an eight. Seven of 65, Kurt Russell's, uh, the Netflix film Christmas Chronicles, um, 2018. I, that was a good movie. I watched it. I watched it on Netflix. It is, it is a good movie. I did enjoy it. Kurt Russell, he, he, his Santa character was a little bit different. His Santa character was a little bit more of a tough guy. You know, when you see Santa, you don't think of Santa as a tough guy and his, his, uh, long red coat was leather. And, uh, Santa Claus don't wear a leather coat, but he pulled it off. It was good. It was good. You want, you want, uh, Santa Claus to be a little bit incoherent and, uh, and Kurt Russell wasn't that. He was on point. He was kind of tough, but it's a good movie. I give it a five. I do. It's definitely worth watching. All right, what else? Number eight, Scrooged with Bill Murray. I have seen this before, but it's been too many years, and it's actually on my list of movies to watch this Christmas. So I love Bill Murray, but I cannot rank this movie and be fair, right? I cannot... I cannot rank this movie and be fair to you because I don't remember a lot of it. So, um, honorable mention. All right, and I'm going to skip these ones that I haven't seen here. All right, Dr. Seuss the Grinch, 2018, the animated one. Um, I thought that this was good. I enjoyed this. I would, uh, let's see, I would give this a, I'd give this a five, right? 
Um, I'd give it a five because it was well done. They, I mean, how many Grinches are they going to make? But, uh, but I did enjoy this one, the 2018 Grinch, the animated one. All right. Um, Tim Allen, the Santa Claus, the original. This is my favorite Christmas movie. I make no, uh, I don't even try to hide it. Yeah. I've been honest about it. I think that it's a great story. Uh, I think that Charlie was a little snot in the beginning of the movie, you know, when he's complaining about his dad, you know, his dad is like trying to do Christmas for his son and, uh, you know, a divorced, it's like a divorced household and Charlie comes to his dad's for the hot, for Christmas Eve. And, you know, um, he's just trying to do the best he can for his son and then we all know the story. You've all seen the movie, you know, Santa falls off the roof. Um, and Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus in the movie and saves Christmas. Right. So, uh, so what a great story. I give that a 10, man, 10 all the way. I love the Santa Claus. I just do the Santa Claus two, um, the sequel to the original Santa Claus. Uh, this movie, I think that the Santa Claus 2 did not hold up like Home Alone 2 did. Like, I think that Home Alone 2 was a better sequel to Home Alone than Santa Claus 2, 2 was to Santa Claus. I just think that they were like, oh, we got to put this out and make some more money, you know, because the first one was such a hit. So I would probably give Santa Claus 2 probably a, I would say probably a 4 to be honest with you, is not one of my favorite Christmas um, movies. Um, I'm skipping a few I haven't seen. Disney, Tim Burton, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, yeah, I don't really think of this as a Christmas movie. I think of The Nightmare Before Christmas as more of a Halloween movie. And it seems to be more associated with Halloween. You know, I, I see what Tim Burton did there, trying to be sneaky. You know, trying to cash in on two holidays. You know, the nightmare before every holiday there is. The, the nightmare before Thanksgiving that was for Halloween, that was for Christmas. You know what I mean? Like he tried to cash in on two different holidays, which is fine. Tim Burton movies, to me, I like Tim Burton. They are kind of odd, but they're kind of predictable odd. You know, like you can watch something without knowing it's a Tim Burton movie and be like, this is a Tim Burton movie. I can just tell, you know, it's not really off the wall. It's kind of his, he's found his niche, which is cool, which is fine, but it's just not, I don't know. It's not my favorite. And I don't think of this as a, as a, um, I think, I think it's great, but I don't think of it as a Christmas movie as a movie overall. I would say it's probably uh I would say it's probably a seven for the kind of movie it is. But as far as a Christmas movie, I'd have to give it like a I don't know, man. Like probably a four or five. I'll I'll give it a five. I'll give it a five. I'm feeling generous. Uh Christmas with the Cranks, another Tim Allen movie. Um Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's if you've seen it, it's definitely worth watching. Um, I enjoyed watching this movie. It's not my favorite. It's fun. It's not a Christmas tradition that I have to watch it. 
Um, but it's Christmas with the Cranks 2004. I would give it a four. I would give it a four, but you don't need to say, oh, you give it a four. It's not even worth watching. I'm not going to watch it. It's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a fun movie. So I would watch it, but, uh, not one of my favorites at all. And before I forget, there is a movie before I I don't want to forget this and forget to tell you about it. One of the movies that I watch every year, it's a Christmas tradition. Um, you can look it up online because I don't think it's streaming anywhere, like on a streaming channel, but you can find it. It's called Christmas Every Day. And it's like a e it's like a made for TV movie from like the nineties. And it's where this kid it's like ABC made for TV movie. And uh it, it's where this kid wakes up and it's Christmas every day and he's this teenager and he's so cool. But it's like early nineties, right? And I'm probably around that same age, you know, as the kid in the movie. So uh so that's a tradition, it's a crappy it's a crappy made-for-TV movie, but it's like it's like our tradition to watch that every year and make fun of it, you know. Um, Disney, I heard my brother told me that Disney remade that movie with like it's like the same concept. It's not called Christmas Every Day, but I've got to watch that too and be all judgy because I like my crappy made-for-TV version. I give that a solid eight. Um, all right. So what's next? What's next? Christmas with the cranks, a four, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I watched this movie. I didn't care for it. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, I mean, I tried, I didn't see it actually till this year It's from 2011. Harold and Kumar, 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 um, Christmas. I'll give that like a three. Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. That's a classic from 1965. I would give that dude. I would give that an eight. Just no, I would give it a seven just for nostalgia, just for the nostalgia. You know what I mean? It's Charlie Brown, dude. It's Charlie Brown. I ain't even, I don't judge me. Um, let's skip a couple here, man. I'm skipping a few. The family man with Nicholas Cage and Tia Leone. I really like this movie. Um, It's from the year 2000. Um, It's about a businessman, Nicolas Cage, that chose um, a job and money, a career over love and over a family. Um, Having a family with, like, the love of his life. And so he kind of gets to go back and see. It's kind of like a ripoff of A Wonderful Life. He gets to go back and see if he had chosen love over money, pretty much. I don't really think of this as a Christmas movie. I guess it is. The setting, it takes place at Christmas. But I never thought of it as a Christmas movie. It is a good movie. I like Nicolas Cage. I ain't gonna lie, I like Nicolas Cage. I give this movie a five. I will give this movie a five. Um, let's see what else. Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Saves Christmas. Man, that's a long Glenn's like, yo, Glenn just keeps he just keeps talking. I love Christmas. I talk about Christmas all day, man. I can talk about Christmas all day. Ernest Saves Christmas. I love Ernest P. Worrell. I do. Um not the best Christmas movie, I'm not going to lie. But I love Ernest, man. I'll give this movie a four. Ernest Saves Christmas 1988. Man, that's right up my alley. That's like my, when I was coming up. The Holiday, I've seen it. I don't remember it. I don't care to comment. 
Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, 1947. I have not seen this movie in years. I need to watch it again. I don't feel comfortable rating a movie that I don't, that I can't recall really well. I, 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 I think that it's a Christmas classic. I need to put that on my list. Man, I, I need to put that on my list behind Scrooge. There's a couple more I need to watch. Miracle on 34th Street, 1947, I need to watch. Um, let's see. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, I actually just bought this movie on Prime because I watched it. I think I watched it in 2014 was the last time that I'd watched this movie from beginning to end. I remember watching it. I remember cooking myself a steak and watching this movie. And I was like, man, I want to see that again because I, 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 I thought that John Candy and Steve Martin had great chemistry in that movie. So I bought it on Prime. It might have been Thanksgiving night I bought it on Prime and I watched it a couple times. What a great movie. What a great movie. Really not something that I associate with Christmas because it's not one of those traditional movies that I watch. I give it mad respect, though. I give it mad respect. John Candy, you know, had his hands in a couple comedy Christmas classics, and this is one of them. So, um, you know, he was in the polka band in the original Home Alone, right? Yeah, that was the original Home Alone. And so, I mean, here's another one he did. I'll give this, I'll give Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 1987. I will give an eight out of respect. Respect. Um, let's see. Haven't seen that. Here's one that I just bought a couple years ago um, that I saw. The Santa Claus, the movie, 1985. Um, it has Dudley Moore, John Lithgow, David Huddleston, Judy Cornwell, Burgess Meredith. I didn't think it was the greatest movie. You know, it's a good movie. I like it. It's Christmas. It's Santa Claus. The movie is called Santa Claus the Movie. I cannot not like a movie called Santa Claus the Movie. I didn't grow up with this. So it it's not, it's, you know, that special place in your heart. It It's not there. It is a good movie. I would probably give it a four, though, to be honest. Um, the Polar Express, Tom Hanks. I Okay. Another overrated Christmas movie. Okay. It's like they were like, let's do this animated movie before we've perfected the animation. Right? Before we've perfected everything, let's make this Christmas movie. <laughs> right? And some of it just looks creepy. I'm not going to lie. It's cool. The story's cool. Again, if you, were a, if you were a younger generation, this was a Chris, This is probably going to be a Christmas classic for my kids, the Polar Express. You know, they're probably going to make their kids watch the Polar Express someday, and their kids are going to be like, oh, this is creepy, you know? And, uh... It's just not for me. I I I do. I mean, I gotta give it props. I gotta give it props. It, it's a good story, but it's just not my. I don't know. I'm not like, hey, gather around, let's eat this Christmas tin of popcorn and drink hot cocoa and watch the Polar Express. Um, I would give that movie a four. 
the Polar Express. Um, what else do we have here? Jingle All the Way. Another movie. All right, here comes The Rocks. I'm, man, I'm opening myself up right now. I'm just letting you in, letting you know what I think. Jingle All the Way, 1996, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I watched this movie. I didn't see it till I was an adult, and I thought that it was really an overrated movie. Right? I like Jingle All the Way, too, with Larry the Cable Guy. Do you hear me? I And that's not on this list, I'm sure. But I like that better than the original Jingle All the Way. Okay? That's how much I don't think this is a great movie. Um, I give it a three. Uh, Mixed Nuts, Steve Martin, 1994. Uh, again, this isn't a holiday movie that I grew up with. But I have watched it several times in my adult life. I would give it a I give it a five. Steve Martin props. Jim Carrey a Christmas Carol. I think that this was really well done. I didn't uh, this didn't come out until two thousand nine, but I thought that it was really well done. Like this animation, the animation in a Christmas Carol is the animation that they needed in Polar Express, but they didn't have the technology yet. I guess um, really well done. I give it a six. Um, I grew up watching A Christmas Carol. Um, I grew up watching A Christmas Carol. My dad, like, is obsessed with Christmas Carol. That's, like, the only Christmas movie he wants to watch. Maybe because it's all proper and back in the old Jacob Marley's time. Maybe because they use good English on there, man. I don't know. But, uh, so anyway, I think that that's a good movie. Christmas, uh, Disney's Christmas Carol 2009. Um, Die Hard, 1988. Um, I don't think it's a Christmas film. I'm on that side of the argument, so I'm not going to rank it as one. Scrooge, 1951. Um, which one is this? The 1951 adaption. Oh, I know that guy's face. I would say... Hmm. Let's see. I've seen this a lot when I was growing up. I would say I would give it a f five. Now I'd give it a six just because it was well done. For 1951, that is a good one. The Night Before with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, says Rogan, Anthony Mackie. The Night Before, um, 2015. It is funny. Um, three friends getting into this, trying to find this huge party. Um... From a comedy standpoint, I would probably give it a six. From a Christmas movie standpoint, I would probably give it like a three. I would probably give it a three. Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm not a big fan of the Jim Carrey Grinch. Um, I think Ron Howard made this movie. Um, 2000, in 2000. Uh, it's good. I'll give it a five. I'll give it a five. You know, it deserves that. It is, there was a lot that went into that movie. Not one of my favorites. I almost like the animated one better. Um, Arthur Christmas. I've seen it, but I don't remember it, so I can't rank it. The Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't know, man. I'm not going to be like, you know, as a man, sit here and be like, that Muppet Christmas Carol, man, let me tell you something. I would say A Muppet Christmas Carol 1992, I would give a four. I'd give a four. You know, for the crowd that they're going for, 
for what they could do with puppets for a Chris. I mean, how good of a Christmas movie can you make with puppets? You know what I mean? <laughs> for Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, I don't think that this movie's real popular. I don't think that a lot of people think that this movie is a Christmas classic, but it's a movie that I enjoy. Uh, for Christmases, two thousand eight. Um, John, not John, uh, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon are boyfriend, girlfriend, all their parents are divorced. So they have to go to four different Christmases. I think it's funny. It's a fun movie. I give it a, I give it a six, um, office Christmas party. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston. It could have been a lot better with the cast that they have, it could have been a lot better. I'll just say that. I would probably give that like a two. Um, What else we got here? What else we got here that I've seen? How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original 1966 version, is a Christmas classic. I give this an eight. I rank that as an eight. Gremlins. Man, that ain't even a Christmas. I ain't even going to say nothing about that. That ain't a Christmas movie. Miracle on 34th Street, 1994. Man, they're putting the remakes up here now. Um, Let's see. Let's see if there's any more that I've seen here. Um, Christmas Carol, 1938. I've probably seen it. But I don't remember that version. All right, here's one I've seen. Bad Santa, 2003. I love Billy Bob Thornton. Um, You know, this has Billy Bob Thornton, John Britter, Bernie Mac, Laura Graham. What a great movie. What a great cast. That's funny, man. That is a funny movie. Uh, I would give that a seven. I would. Bad Santa's funny. Um, What else here? Oh, man, it skipped back up. What happened? Hang on, let me get back down to where I was. Man, I went way back up. Y'all probably getting tired anyway. Y'all probably getting tired. Y'all are like, you're just going through, saying numbers, talking about Christmas movies, and then just saying numbers. How long are you going to do this? I'm going to do this till I get to the end of the list. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Back where I want to be. There's Bad Santa. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in 1964. That's a Christmas tradition for a lot of people to watch. I give that a solid five. I would say it's average. Frosty the Snowman, 1969, five. These are classic. These are classic shorts, though. Classic shorts. Um, let's see. Are we getting toward the end of the list? I think that I reached, is that the, did I get to the end of the list? Yeah, that's the end of the list as far as the ones that I've seen. So uh, those are my uh, Christmas movie rankings. Uh, Like I said, I like Christmas Every Day, Made for TV, ABC. And I like, uh, I like the Santa Claus. Those are my two faves. And I give props where props are due. You know, Home Alone is on my list of top five. Home Alone 2 is the best remake to a Christmas movie that has ever been done. Period. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't argue with people when I know that I'm right. You know? Because there's no point. Because I already know that I'm right. Why I'm going to argue with you if I already know that I'm right? There's no point to it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I hope that... I hope that... uh, 
at least if if you forgot about some of these Christmas movies, you know, hopefully from doing this, you're like, oh, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I want to go back and watch that. Hopefully that that uh, as I was talking about the movies and, you know, reading the names off that that uh, I reminded you of something, you know, that took you back to your childhood, because I think that that's good to do every once in a while to reconnect to that time in your life. You know, there's nothing wrong. That's good. We all need to remember that we're all just little kids that grew up, man. We are. We're all little kids that grew up. So that little kid is still there. It's just been abused by the world, you know? And when you get abused by the world, you get all big and you get your bones start popping and you get all kind of, you can get bitter and jaded. You can get tired you know, you can say, I need a nap. When you were a little kid, you'd be fighting against the naps. Now, as a grown-up, you're like, man, man, I got to get that nap, you know? So it's good at this time of year to to remind yourself of some, there's good in the world, you know? You were once good before you become a black-hearted son of a no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, man, it's been real. I've enjoyed talking to you today. Thanks for listening to Glenn Thanks the Podcast. I hope to get another one out before Christmas Day. But if I don't, Merry Christmas or Happy whatever you celebrating. And, uh... And I hope that you have a happy holiday wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Some folks got to work. Some folks traveling to see family. You know, some folks putting up their Christmas tree. The smells, the sights, the sounds. It's a beautiful thing. You need to take a while in your life. At times like this, you need to take a while to soak stuff in, man. You do. I'm telling you. Because that's some of my biggest regrets in life is not taking a moment in because so much of life is such a rush you just want to get through you want to get through man and you don't take in the good stuff and so that's like so important to do but much love thanks for listening merry christmas <laughs>